Welcome to Tea Time with Monica. Are you ready to spill some tea? Hello, you're on Tea Time with Monica. And today I have guest Shawnee and Mike Hart of Hearts Desires here in Suitland, Maryland and D.C. They have two great locations. We are going to discuss with them about their business and about their marriage and how they keep it together. But before we start, I'd like to start with a great quote that I think really embodies them and their relationship and their business. The key to a great marriage Keep the fights clean and the sex dirty. Hey. Yes. <laughs> so let's just kick that off. How does that embody you two? Well, you know what? It's funny because people think that we have the best sex life on the face of the planet. They think we have a dungeon in our basement. We got swings <laughs> in our bedroom. And we actually don't have as much sex as people think we do because we talk about sex all day and trying to help other people. Sometimes you come home and you're tired. And just like other couples, we fall in a trap sometimes where sleep trumps sex. But this mm-hmm. is a new year. A new we year. said we were gonna we were gonna take a lot of uh what would you say, practice what we preach. Okay. And do that. So we're gonna do both. Keep our fights clean and our sex dirty. Yeah, yeah. schedule. So I, yeah. I think we're gonna schedule sex more. Right. So that way we know we have the time, like, okay. Tonight we're going to get laid. <laughs> and so is that what most, what you think most entrepreneurs and business partners as couples have to do? Like when you're very busy, because you said you wear like 10 hats. <laughs> um, and I know you, you're always dealing like with orders and both of you all are doing that. You just had like a big order go out and you had to like just really hunker down and do that. So is that like what's the key is, is making sure you schedule that time together yeah. to make sure you keep the intimacy up. Yeah, if you don't, you, you can lose it. You don't. You, you, we can sit there and you'll be so busy that you can go a month, two months, six months and like, oh yeah, we haven't had sex. <laughs> like, I mean, it's, it's it very happens. possible. Yeah, yeah. And you think about people today, we have our jobs, we have our side hustles, we go into school, you know, trying yeah. to raise families. Everyone is busy right now. So a lot of times sex takes a, a back seat. So how do you take on, like, not thinking about your own personal life and helping others when they come into your store? I mean, you have the, like, a great adult business, I mean, online, in both stores. And, um, you, you know, so how do you say to someone, okay, you've got to do this, but you know you're not necessarily taking on that role in your relationship? I think it's easier to tell people what to do. <laughs> you do it yourself. Little dominatrix, baby, like, you do this. And then is I love hearing the stories. I love helping people. I love when I'm educating somebody on something and I see that point where something turns on and they got what I'm saying. And they're okay. like, oh my goodness, I never thought about it like that. Or something I said gives them some sort of confidence in their sexuality. Right. Like that just makes it all better. So, but does that like give you like the turn on, like light on your whole fire, like gives you that natural high of an orgasm yourself to be like, I told you, yay, I found yes, something. Yes. but yeah i do get i get a lot of enjoyment on it because i'm I'm a sex coach also so i talk to clients about their own sex lives and i I love doing that too plus i'm nosy i love hearing the stories right it's awesome so i know you've also you taught at some colleges which 
a lot of I used to take a class in the DC area called DC Femex. I don't know if you've ever heard of it. No. But um, it's a great course. It's about the female experience. Um, it's taught at um, I think Brown and another university, okay. and some ladies who took it at their colleges brought it to the DC area, area and I found out about it. But we don't see a lot of people of color doing these type of classes in colleges. So how did you get to doing that, Shawnee? It's actually a funny story. So when we first started dating, he mm. already had the business. Right, right. So when he told me what he did for a living, like it didn't phase me. I'm like, okay. okay. But every once in a while, I would, you know, pop up at the store, see what's going on. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I know it's probably women in here flirting him. So I would come often enough that eventually he was like, you need to go ahead and hop on this cash register so she won't be here. <laughs> so is that how you started it? It's like you forced it? He kind of forced it. But then once people started asking me questions, I'm one of the people that I hate not knowing mm-hmm. what to say. And when somebody asks me a question, like I'm like, well, I don't know the answer. Let me find out. And so I spent a lot of time mm-hmm. looking up things. I was like, you know what? I really like doing this. So that's why I went to school okay. um, to be a certified sex educator. I took another course to be a certified sex coach and it just went off from there and I get hired a lot because like you said there's not a lot of people that look like us there's no. not a lot of women that um that are going to talk about it in such a frank way that I like to do right so people like that I taught at a church I wow like what was that like I was nervous oh my I god so but people think that like these church women they're like oh no and they're prudes but that's what they're not prudes I'm not a church person so <laughs> I mean I've been to church before, right. before I get struck down <laughs> Jesus I look God gave down. you a gift you just <laughs> giving it back and so when a woman had reached out to me I was like um have you seen my videos on Instagram <laughs> <laughs> you sure that you want me to come to your church she was like uh-huh. no, exactly what you do I want you to be just like that okay like okay and it was phenomenal Great. it was for the marriage ministry so it was all married couples well, yeah and I could see it being for the marriage yeah. ministry. they're not going to bring you in and be like single ladies let's go <laughs> but they were asking me everything anal sex uh, you know, <laughs> everything and were you like blown away for the first 10 minutes I was then afterwards I'm rubbing my hands and like let's <laughs> get it let's get into it yes. it was awesome so things like that it's just it, it makes me feel like all the training and sacrifices i've done is worth it all right so mike how was that for you finding a woman that could actually be a part of your business was that a big thing for you when you were getting into a relationship and it was going to have a big commitment uh honestly (laughs) i'm I'm waiting for the lie (laughs) Uh, okay so really i um i i wanted to be separate Uh she can go and do her thing i do my thing and then we come home and you know just talk about our days. I never, I never really wanted to have a business partner, um, but her passion, how um, of of wanting to help people, mm-hmm. that was like a, a a turn on to me. You know, to see how she constantly wanted to learn. She's like, hey, I want to go to school for this, and I want to do that. And I'm like, well, okay, if, you, if that's what you want to do, right, then. I guess go for it you know <laughs> so you support it so it was like have, having that support from her to you and you supporting her yeah but she just took it to a whole nother level like now it's just like now she keeps our staff 
you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. as far as conscious of, you know, different things about maybe uh, the transgender community, the, uh, just any, any, any sex education changes education. on a daily It does, basis. it really does. <laughs> and this day and age, just like, yeah. I got to be online, I got to do this. Yes. Yeah. So I'm always going to more conferences and trying to stay up to date on everything that's going on. Right. It's a big pain in the butt for me. I'm not that person that really. He's the worst. He doesn't know what he's saying. I'm not. Yeah, I, I, really, I really don't care what you do in your bedroom. Right. But if you're looking for a particular item that I can help you with, to make right. it better, then cool. You know. But I mean, I, I'm not that. I don't. I don't want to get in your business, and I'm not going to judge you because I don't want you to judge me and and what I do at home. Right. So that's that's. Pretty and much I want to hear all the tea. Yeah. Like, <laughs> so you want you want some all the tea with that, right? Just some tea. Okay, we're gonna talk about this today. Sit down. <laughs> yeah, she, it was just a genuine passion to help. And that's right. where I am. I, I just want to help people. And the fact that she is the same, does the same thing, and and it just came out of nowhere. It just works. It just well, I ain't gonna say it just works. It's a, it's a lot of hard work. It's a lot mm-hmm. of hard work. Yeah, hard work. Like we he have, didn't he didn't fire me probably ten times. No, really. So hold on. How is that when you're trying to fire your own wife? Like you're fired. Do you go home and be like, I don't want you to do this no more. You need to go back and do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Literally. I do. I do. We have. Well, okay, so our disagreements, our arguments is what's the best way to help people? Okay. You know, like, how can we get the message across? How can we continuously help people? How can we stay on top of our game and stay ahead of everyone else constantly? Mm -hmm. How do we help, 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 help? And we, so we both want to get to to get to help people but it's just the how do we get there yeah that that that, that think, game plan so you that's where the bang of the head yes, is like we we have such different personalities and such different thought processes like sometimes i wish we had a third person okay so like we need a tiebreaker i'm down for a third oh god <laughs> she didn't she didn't <laughs> say it that <laughs> way mike i mean <laughs> oh lord <laughs> Wait a minute. No. She was like, no sister wife's here. Um that's a bitch No sister wives for you. You were watching TV, stop watching TLC. Right. I can't have no no what's a brother husband. Brother husband. No, so wait, it's a double standard here. No, no, that's not double standard. I got a brother husband. You got a brother husband. That don't even sound can, right, though. Can, can I watch? I can watch. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, but it, I wish sometimes we had a tiebreaker. Right. We don't agree on so many things. Most of the time. Well, sometimes we have a tiebreaker. We use our, our parents. Our parents. Yeah, okay. So her mom and my dad play a huge part in right. our marriage and the business as far as helping and helping us to communicate and kind of gauge our marriage. You know, so okay. we always have, like, we have some wit- some people with wisdom mm-hmm. to be able to talk to. Um also, uh, our counselor, we use a... Okay, so uh, you do have a counselor. Because that was yeah. one of my questions I was going to say. Do we have a counselor outside to really help? With yes. that type of stuff. We, early on in our marriage, uh, we figured out that we did not know how to argue correctly. <laughs> oh and and, and I, this is my third marriage. Okay. So I was like, I already know. It, a lot of people wait too late to mm-hmm. go to counseling. Right. Like it's, it's always worth a try. But sometimes if you get to the point that y'all already hate each other, it's kind of too late. Okay. So since I still loved him, I still liked them at times i was like we need to figure this thing out before we go down and go down the other side of the hill right hating each other 
So we went to someone and uh, she really helped us. And we got to the point, remember she was like, y'all don't need to keep coming back no more. Cause we, yeah. we made wow, so y'all got really successful we, in it. We, we really enjoyed it. We made it into a whole date night. So we okay. would go to counseling, have our session, then we would go to dinner and talk about everything. And it was really good. We It, it was actually a highlight. And okay. after a while, we didn't really have too much to talk with her about. She was like, um... Y'all might just want to come back when you got something to talk about. <laughs> what if some issues? <laughs> right. Hey. That okay. So you guys talked about how you had to schedule the sex in the beginning when we first started talking. Now you talked about making something a date night, like going to a counselor. Do you guys have to schedule date night now? Is it sporadic or is some scheduling, some sporadic? How does it go? Both. Both. Like, sometimes okay. it is sporadic. Like, you know, we just... The timing is just right where we can be able to stay at home, have mm-hmm. dinner, eat at, you know, that, and that's something that we try to do is, um, at least when we are home together, mm-hmm. try to eat dinner at the table with no, maybe just music, okay. no, no, no television, no this, no that, so that way we can be able to talk and kind of have fun. Right. Um. And or even if it's going out, but you know, we, we, we don't, we really don't spend a whole lot of money, so. <laughs> <laughs> But but yeah, so so we we do get those those sporadic things, but a lot of times it, it is scheduled. Like we'll have it on our books, like just how we do business. Okay. You know when we when we're scheduling, we have our 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 our, our weekly meetings as far as when to how to advertise, how to talk to customers. You know, go right. over you know different business ideas. We have the same thing for for the house. You know, how do we? You know, hey, let's go out. You know, hey, we need to talk about this. We maybe need to talk Sometimes about. Sometimes it works out. Sometimes it does. Sometimes it don't. Okay, yeah. so do you find yourselves when you're on dates slipping into talking about work and not talking about every other... single time? <laughs> so that's something every we're working on. Time. But he had it. Sometimes we try to catch each other. Like okay. We just out of dinner. I don't know. It was the last week, and he was like, "I, I was saying something about um, the new CBD company," and he was mm-hmm. like, "You know what? Well, tell me something about you." Tell me something I don't know about you. And I'm like, what? Wait, I wasn't ready. <laughs> so sometimes we do have to have to bring it back. Okay. Because it, it's just, when that's how you pay your bills. And yeah. That's most of your life's work. That's a lot of the conversation. Yeah. So I've, I'm not married. I'm single. So I've heard a lot of married couples or even men tell me marriage is like a business. So do you feel like you run the marriage like the business and that's why you all are successful yes, in both? Yes, I'm the CEO. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, but you know what? No, Shawnee, no, no, no. What, what is that movie I love? Uh, my Big Fat Greek Wedding where the mother was telling her before she got married, the man is the head of the house but the woman is the neck and she can make it turn any way she wants. It's so is, is, is that true? It's true, but we do look at marriage as business. Before, when we first started dating, he was entrepreneur I was entrepreneur already I had my own business okay Um. so we got a prenup before we got married okay and that is necessary if I'm hearing that very necessary okay um, got that all settled um, our five year anniversary is next year we already said we was going to re- revisit our prenup okay make some changes have a post nup so we do have some steps in place that we it's, it is kind of a business fellas oh lord fellas here we go if you have don't be, don't you don't have to be a millionaire if you have a bank account with fifty dollars in it, fifty dollars you gonna fellas fellas you better get a prenup trust me I don't care how much you love her 
If they got $50, then? They got $50. She, she get half, homie. <laughs> <laughs> but a lot of people don't think about, like, uh, you know, your 401k, your retirement. Right. Like and I, I've heard that people say they get prenups when they get married just in case, like, if they're young and they don't necessarily have a will yet. That's still a legal binding contract. If something, God forbid, something happens, you have something there in place. And you don't have to put a date on it. Like, some people are like, oh, prenups last 5, 10, 20 years. Right. No, you can have a never-ending contract to where it's that it's that way forever I think most people have it like that well so, I mean so you know some people but in certain places some people think that there's an end to that contract mm-hmm. it never has to end so that's another thing that just helps you out more right and it, it's one less thing you guys have to talk about you don't have to stress about you know is this person in it for the money is this person in it to manipulate me right the contract is already said and done you you know now you can focus more on the marriage and just staying like hey how can i make this stay happy in our in our relationship how can i you know how can yeah. i do that and I, I like that because it's like like you said it's already said done we're not even thinking about it we did it before the marriage and you all are still doing the work like you said you already you go in a counselor you talk to your parents about it yeah. you guys are thinking about it and it's like okay we've got to get better here we've got to do better there we can x this out or not do this and I like that because a lot of people, I think, like, you're right, people get married young or they weigh or they rush themselves and they're not thinking about all aspects of it. And I think I think it's right to say that marriage is like a business because you have to think of all aspects of a business if you want it to be successful. It is. So if you want a marriage to be successful, you have to think of all aspects. Like, if this happens, what do we do here? Mm-hmm. And it's an ongoing relationship. You can't let it get stagnant. So I like that you all are like, all right, we're in the business of love. We got to get our love thing. We got to get it together. Because how we how we giving all this people this good stuff and we ain't getting no good stuff at home. We had a conversation about that one day. We had went, we had did um, like a live, because we do some YouTube videos and stuff mm-hmm. too. And we had did a video and I was like, we need to take our own advice tonight. Let's do something. You know, let's have something. He was like, I'm tired. And I was like, see, this doesn't <laughs> Like, like, I'm ready to. The wrong day. <laughs> I know. Sometimes, sometimes, you know, like, especially like if uh, if one of us gets a day off, where we mm-hmm. can just like lounge around the house. When that other person comes home, we're like, oh, we're about to have sex, and you know, but you've been, you had enough time to like relax. Right, I didn't. I didn't. Yeah. yeah. Or or in reverse, you know what I'm saying? I could be the one relaxing. And- yeah, cause she said she wears ten hats, and I want to yeah. hear about these ten hats. Yeah. I do a lot. So I just started a CBD company. Yes. I do my um, sex education. I do workshops. I do speaking events. Um, I do sex coaching. I help with the store. So many different things. And you said you still have a nine to five. So I I'm still trying have a to fit. Nine fit- to five. How? A lot of late nights. Late mornings, late nights. And planning. Okay. So I try, most of my sex education stuff is at nighttime and on the weekends, of course. Okay. While I'm at work. And um, I just plan accordingly. Wow. I try to get my sleep in. You know, that's a strong black woman I'm talking to right here, okay? But it's... It's so many of us that are on our black women. Yes, you see that we are the highest percentage of people starting new businesses. Yes, black that black girl magic is something else. It's something else. But I like that you're starting a CBD business because we've done the studies on it. It's yeah. not a lot of people of color in the business it's with CBD not. or in states that they have legalized recreational cannabis. You don't see a lot of people of color. You, you don't. see more of people of color in jail as opposed to. 
mm-hmm. having the business and owning the business. So I like still that you're afraid. doing that. You know, black people are still afraid, you know, even though it's in certain states it's legal. But it's not federally legal. It's, they're working on it, but yeah. But, but here's the thing, like, it's like, it may, we still think it think of it as an illegal thing. Like, right. when she brought it to my attention that she wanted to do CBD. First thing, I'm like, I don't want the police, the FBI, CIA, I don't want none of those right. things coming to our house, knocking on our door. Like, right. oh, that's crazy. So, no, I'm not, I don't want to be a part of it. I don't want anything to do with it. But then she went and she started educating herself, coming back home, pamphlets and, and, and videos and, and talking to me more about it. And once you learn more about it and, you know, you get educated on it, then it's like, oh, okay. Yeah, I'm down with this. Let's do this. <laughs> that was just a natural flow because we had started carrying some CD, CBD products in the store. CBD so that, And I was wondering how we got yeah. to this. Okay. So everything has a way how it comes about. So we started carrying CBD lube because CBD lube now, is Is that great. the good stuff? Because, I mean. It's, yeah, they got different levels, but we got we always go with the highest. Kind okay. Of so yeah, and CBD lube is good because it's good for um, relaxing people for sex. It's okay. good for people to have any pains like from endometriosis. Um, or fibroids? I'm a fibroid victim. Fibroids, pelvic pains, things like that. Okay. So it still has the anti-inflammatory properties. It's, it's going to work everywhere. It's going to work that nail. Okay, hold on. Y'all hear how educated this woman is over here. <laughs> but I, but that's one of the things. Like I was already used to educating people about sex and their okay. sexuality and everything. So a lot of times when I talked about CBD, people was like, what? What's that? Do it get you high? <laughs> I'm like, nah. nah, nah. <laughs> It's not that. That's not the component. It's not the THC. What it does do, and then I noticed, especially in this area, it's not very accessible. Mm -hmm. Um, in a way that where you have people that are going to be able to explain it to you good in a in a an efficient way. It's a lot of the stores that a lot of us don't go to. Right. So it's still in CVS, Walgreens, Whole Foods, but you're not going to go on Whole Foods or CVS and have someone actually explain it to you. Right. You're just going to see it and you're not going to have it done. And a lot of the apothecaries and things in our city are kind of in the gentrified areas and maybe places Mm -hmm. that we're not going to go to. So I'm going to be able to educate black people on the benefits because there's so many things that it helps. It's, it's, it's just awesome. I can talk about like five hours. You're like, oh, sorry, I got to get you back on to talk about just <laughs> that. But, I mean, I think it's awesome that you all are finding a way to still keep the marriage going, get the help when you need the help, say what areas you need to work on together, mm-hmm. come to a common ground, but then keep the business going. Yes. Because I've known Mike for a long time. And I remember when I first met him before you guys got married. And he was like, I want a second store. I'm like, what the heck? You going to do this? <laughs> like, what's this? I mean, I remember those struggles of him being like, I want this second store. And I don't know where I'm going to put it. And then when I found out you all had this store in Adams Morgan, I was so happy for you all. Oh, thank you. Thank I was you. very happy because I've, I've been to so many of these like stores, the adult stores in the area, and you don't see people of color having a well-maintained store where they do the type of education that you all right. do for the community. And I think still in the black community, we're still, everything is faux pas or very hush-hush mm-hmm. when it comes to sex. And a part yeah. of that is somewhere you've been in the church community. A lot of the black community are in the church. Or they hear it from, you can't do this because then we'll seen as this. Especially with me being like in the plus size fashion community. It's very hush hush on like, we can't be seen doing a lot of boudoir. We have to be careful on showing mm-hmm. our bodies and being body positive. And then you have 
Lizzo coming out here being like this awesome woman who's like, I don't care who you are. I'm sexy. I don't care what size I am. But, you know, showing people that they can still do that and be a woman or a man of color who may be of all sizes and can still be happy sexually. Yeah. I think that's awesome. Like I, it's, I love it. Just because black women, we have so many things of, that gets in the way of right. us embracing our sexuality. Just from, I mean, so much bad information has been passed down from our Oh, my gosh. So I'm trying to, and it's sometimes the internet and social media is, the it's devil. The devil. Yes, but 100%. People, the millennials now coming up, they have so much more information about their sexuality than we had. And right. it's it's really good thing that now some of the generational curses about sex and women's sexuality is actually, it's making a turn, which is really an awesome thing. Right. So how do you also translate that to male sexuality? Because we still have a problem. Um, one of my first guests on my show um talked about the sexuality of men in the black community being black gay being a black gay man and some people still having that being like a bad thing in their family like they don't have that family support so they didn't even necessarily get educated mm-hmm. about their sexuality in the right way well i tell you for me i have gay male friends mm-hmm. that i hang out with you know and um but that's really not a norm uh, well, yeah, it's not. Yeah, that's not norm. That's not norm. But, but yeah, most of them are closet. Some of them are are can't be open. You know, right. they can't be open at work. You know, you can't be open around your friends and family. It's it's difficult. But uh, we went to a um, a um a, a, a well, we I'm to, like, where um, we go? We <laughs> <New Orleans. laughs> no, to the seminar. We had a seminar. We she, she taught at a seminar in New Orleans, right? Right, and. White guys got it the same way. It blew my mind. She was on a panel and they were talking about being a a, a bisexual male. And I'm just like, oh snap, y'all got issues too. <laughs> <laughs> like it didn't, it didn't resonate with you that way. But I still think white white people get white, well, yeah, they gay, got it white bisexual and gay men. Yeah, it's still yeah, they easier. got it a lot easier. Right. You know, they're more they're more accepted. Yeah, I agree with that. But it was just still like mind blowing that that they had it they had even if they, they, they had a percentage of of what a black male would get, you know, okay. black male, you know, you're seen as less of a person, you know. Cause y'all got all this toxic masculinity built up, like these man laws. You can't do this. You can't do this. If you do this, then that just means one thing. It's not. It's not that. It's not that at all. The little boys, you know, they're raised. Oh, what you crying for? You, you know, you're you're a man. You gotta be like all that stuff um, hinders sexuality and the way to be emotional yeah. and all that combines leads to all this toxic masculinity that we have now yeah i mean well yeah especially because a lot of guys are are black males you know not i can't remember what the percentage is but of single you know raised in single mother households and by that single mother telling you what a man should be and how a man should act and then all of a sudden you getting into a relationship and then this woman is telling you Hey, I need you to open up to me. I need you to talk to me. Vulnerable. Yeah, like what? Vulnerable. So, did you see Mike as being vulnerable or no? Actually, was like the first guy that I dated that actually was a well-rounded guy. Okay. Everybody else that I had dated and had been married to, they were, they were try to be hard all the time. But you're, you're, you're really good at that. That took a while. That took a while. I had friends who pointed things out mm-hmm. you know, I stayed yeah. you know, mm. I got I got to know myself a little bit more at first you know like before I could sit there I, 
before I can sit there and, and be a man to a woman, you know, I have to be know more about myself. I have to love myself. I, you know, so those are the things that I had to look at. Like, how do I love me first? And then that way I can express to someone how I want to be loved and yeah. how I can love back. I, hold on, wait a minute. I like that because when we think of self-love, we think of women learning about self-love. We don't even talk about the man part yeah, we, we of self-love. Don't. So yeah. let's just stay right there for like two seconds and talk about how that's so important for a man to be, like you said, well-rounded in themselves so that they can love a woman or their partner right. Yeah, it destroys it. I mean, I have friends. I was talking to one of my buddies this weekend and we were talking about the the way he had grew, the way he grew up and him and his brother and how... You know, being raised by their mother destroyed them because there was no such thing as a mother's hug. She didn't hug because she was raising boys. You don't hug your kids. You don't kiss on them. You know what I'm saying? You make sure that they're tough and they're strong when they're going out into the world. Right. You know, when they become a real, when they become a man and they get out there in the work and fit in the working world, it's like how how can they survive because it's tough out there? Right. You know, how can they survive in, on the straight and narrow versus actually being that underground grimy person you know how you know how do they do that right and a lot of women who are trying to protect their their sons the these these boys and, and as they grow up into men they're teaching them to be hard and it's not it's it's out of love but right. it's also wrong because a man by having a father a guy with a father and a guy without with or grew up with a father in the house and the one without they do two different things. They act totally different. Uh-huh. They, they, they change. You know, you can you can see a difference when the men are together. You can see the confidence in that guy with the father. You know, he he does a little something different. Or a guy who has a bunch of male role models who can see how other men, confident men, react to certain things. Right. He acts different. He doesn't whine a certain way. He does. He walks a certain a certain way. You know, and with that confidence. That's you know that's that's projected out. That's advertising, and that makes it easier for us to, for men like me to be able to get women. It make I mean I'll be but honest. More, with you. more men need to go to therapy because oh, yeah, okay, okay, see that's a good thing. Like because therapy black, would yeah, black women nowadays we tired of trying to train these guys. <laughs> I cannot be your therapist. I, I can't be your therapist. I can't be your woman and this all. I can't do all that. And your mentor. I can't be all these things. You're not supposed to train. You're supposed to be my partner. I didn't marry my mother. I didn't marry a teacher. I didn't marry a master. I married a wife. I'm marrying right, a wife. Right, but you're still at the point in your life where I have to mentor you and show you the way. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of men that need mentoring from their from their female partners. Uh, I disagree. Uh, you have. Me. You know a lot of us. Wait, just like wait a minute. It might have a you, but I can uh, I can name X, Y, and Z that might need some of this. I, as I have a lot of single girlfriends and as we're getting older in age mm-hmm. it's, it's becoming a big problem so, women got issues too I, I mean I see a lot I see a lot we of both women. Like, <laughs> I know but we from a, from a male's point of view I can see why that woman is single I can look at her and, and have sorry. a conversation with her oh that's why you're single I can, I can so you that's what you can help you with so guess ladies in the DMV area <laughs> if you are single Please go to one of the locations of Heart's Desires, and Mike can tell you why you're single, what you need to fix. Come and get his little lessons, okay? Don't try to train me. Don't, don't try to be a teacher to me. I mean, you know, 
be. Not you personally. Yeah, but that's that's how other, you gotta look at other guys too. But you're not in the position. I don't think that you can see it because you're not in that sort of position. Because that's no. not that's not your. That's not your reality. But you don't realize that even those men. What what true man wants is marrying a woman or wants to be in a relationship with anyone, whether he's gay, straight, bi, queer, whatever. Who wants to be in a relationship with a person that is controlling or t- trying to? It's not tell being controlling. I'm talking about a woman dating a guy. There's, you said what true man? This we're talking about a woman trying to date a person that's not a whole man. They're, yeah, they're, they're, they're if you're not a whole person, because that that's what kind of I think you. What the, it's, it's a problem because there's so many of them. <laughs> that's what we're saying. Like that you meet them, you think you're not, and then you figure out down the line, oh, you're not even a whole person you're yet. Not a whole you need therapy, okay? That could be her. She could be that person. Oh too. my goodness. She no, I want now that I will agree on because there are some women. Women, I think everybody needs a little bit of therapy oh, yeah, yeah. in some different way to help them along the way. I mean, yeah. I've been through therapy myself. And I mean, like I said, I'm still single, but I think I know why. Uh, he, you didn't tell me why, Mike. We've been friends for years. So I need to get this animal. You know, I'm single, but I See, think I, I know, know why. why. You, you, <laughs> can you say why? Or mm. me? <laughs> um, honestly, I think I'm too ambitious. A lot of men um, have a problem yeah. with my ambition. Okay, intimidated. Intimid- yeah. Okay. I, I can I see that. I think it's part. Of, it's difficult for a lot of, a lot of men to. A lot of people, men and women. I mean, because even when I was dating, like you saw, I, I intimidated a lot of women because, oh, you, you, you own, you're in a sex industry. I don't think I could be a woman enough to be able to put up with you talking to a lot of other women. I, I can't. I don't think. I, I think that you would. That's be a why cheater. I popped I up at the store. <laughs> she told you She already had it figured out. You see, you had it figured out. Another woman might be on the phone arguing all day you know what i'm saying like you had your way of saying i'm gonna go and be it, you looked interested in what he was doing it, was, cause it, 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 it wasn't like you were saying I didn't see the you motive. can't you didn't right you right. said you didn't see the motive you knew your motive mm-hmm. you had your own way your own method right but he saw it as oh she's interested in what i'm doing exactly. she wants to know what i'm doing so you went the roundabout way I you got it. what you needed done right. and he got what he needed <laughs> and he had the pimp game on he had the pimp game on she had a pimp strategy all right look she said she'd have been through this more than once she's like i got this okay so basically we need y'all's therapy on so many different things but i think that's what i think that's what you're saying it's like people see you they don't know how to react they don't know how to take you on they don't know how to show because I think also that's the thing. I I know for me being single, I need someone who's going to be interested in what I'm doing. And if you're not interested in what I'm doing and not supportive of the fact that I have other aspirations, this isn't going to work. Right. They're not always going to be interested. Right. There's certain things that she sit there and say that I really don't care about. I, well, you maybe not even maybe you don't have to be interested, but be supportive of it. Okay. Yeah. But wish I mean, the best. Be my cheerleader. Do something. Well, I'll give you an example. Just yesterday. Yesterday was that yesterday. Yesterday. I don't know what you're about to say. She was like, <laughs> she had, you, you, called, you called me on the phone. It was either yesterday or, uh, and uh, at least two days ago. And she called me on the phone and was like, hey, I had this great interview, phone interview, yada, yada, I'll yada, yada. yada. Whole and, and, you know, she was so excited, but I was at a point in my day that I was so focused and so busy that I had to get, I had a deadline of ha- by having things done. And I was excited for her, but you my couldn't. voice, my tone wasn't to the high pitch uh, high pitched enough to sit there like oh yo congratulations right 
Oh, y'all congrats. I was so pissed. I, I had uh, applied for membership for the World Association of Sex Coaches. Uh-huh. And you oh, that's a big to- thing. Y'all gonna need you to be a little more excited. And so you had to have an interview, a mm-hmm. Zoom interview, and the person asked you all these questions, mm-hmm. and it's, you know, you have to portray that you have the skills and the knowledge and everything. Um, and even was a role play at the end <laughs> that she had to pretend she was a client and I okay. was, I'm sweating like crazy. I'm trying to sweat because of Zoom she can see. Right. So afterwards she was like, okay, that went really well. Um, approving you for membership. I'm like, ah. So hung up with her, called him immediately because he's the first person I always think of to mm-hmm. share my good news. Good. And he's like, oh, okay, that's great. What? <laughs> I just I need you to be like, oh my God. I, I was like, I need a little more. And he was like, I'm busy. So like, yeah, he... But I, 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 I at least explained that to you. I'm, I am happy. I'm excited for you. But at that moment, I had, I mean, I was, we was doing online orders. And I had, you know, I needed to get out 50 orders in the next hour. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. 50 plus orders in My the next thing, hour. My thing, the 50 hours would have been there after the two minutes. <laughs> that, that you needed. <laughs> so we, we still like, this is, a, this is a work in progress. It's, it's a work in progress. Yes, we still have our counseling books. And I have little cards. I have marriage journals that we still try to do the activities and still try to keep things going. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We, and we focus on our love languages. So earlier in our marriage, we had to figure out what our love languages were. Oh, that's were. our video for the week. We're doing oh, yeah. Oh. So that plays a part. So it makes it easier to express our love for each other based on knowing that this is what this this is the way this person feels that they're loved you know what i'm saying like mm-hmm. this is how you, you know in order for me to feel like i'm loved i need x y and z and right. for her to feel like she's loved she needs this too so these certain things so once we figure out those things then that makes it a whole lot easier i have a friend one, one of my really closest friends and her her husband it's difficult for them because he gives her his love language mm. she gives her her love language I mean gives it off to him and they're and it's, they're doing it wrong you know oh, like, okay he like gifts that he like gifts you know what I'm saying and, and so he buys her a bunch of stuff stuff that she doesn't even care about she doesn't even mm. care about but the thing is by him constantly doing that and like hey well where where am I and then he's looking back like where are my gifts yeah. You know, so they're mixing it up. They're doing it wrong, and we have a better, stronger understanding of of that. You know. Yeah. So I think that, like I said, I think that's great because you all have figured it out, and you're working. Still trying. But still trying. Try. But you, like you said, it's a work in progress. But yeah. you have figured out a way to work there, yeah. work to get to that progress mm-hmm. that you all want. And I mean, I could sit and talk to you guys all day about all aspects of the marriage, the business, everything. But I think we're going to have to bring you guys back eventually yeah. because, I, like I said, there's so many different layers to you all with the marriage, the business, and how you all encompass everything together. And Shawnee, with your 10 hats, we go, <laughs> we're going to have to talk more about one of these 10 hats eventually. Right. We'll, we'll let you know soon. But uh, to wrap this up, like I said, I just really think that you both give off so much great energy in so oh, many different ways. You. And I love that you're helping and that you are helping the people of color and in their in this community and the DMV. So before we sign off, one of you just tell everyone how they can come to the store, where they can find you on social media, online, everywhere, so that you all can get more business. Yes. <laughs> yeah. 
So you can, um, we have two locations, two store locations, and one in Suitland, Maryland, 3613 St. Barnabas Road, and one in Adams Morgan, D.C., which is 2408 18th Street uh, Northwest. Uh, and then website is www.heartsdesires.com. No H- E. No E. H A R T S desires with an S at the end. .com. And, uh, oh, let's see our, se- our sexy picture on there. Yeah, <laughs> yes. You also can find us on YouTube, at YouTube, Instagram, and Facebook, all using Hearts Desires No Spaces. Yep. Yeah. So, yeah. And Shani, where can they get all of your great education? Well, on heartsdesires.com, I have a blog post. You'll see um, upcoming events. I have a whole series in March every Sunday for black women, um, a women's pleasure uh, series, uh, roundtable discussions every Sunday um, in March. So I'm excited about that. But if you go on heartsdesires.com, you can see all of our upcoming events. All right. Thank you so much. And lastly but not least, please tell me your favorite drink. My favorite drink when I'm at dinner, I like a nice Cosmo. But if if I'm out of the club, I just get a quick vodka and tonic and call it a day. All right, Mike. I know Mike and I have been friends. I know this man is not a drinker, but what are we drinking? Something right now. Right now, it's a flavored Perrier. So I'll stop. Oh, bougie. (laughs) I like. I like it for such. One of my homeboys, he gave me one. I was at his house. He gave me one, and it tastes so good. That I was just like, oh, I had to go. Just add a little vodka to it. Just add a little vodka or rum to it. A little tequila, something. All right, well, we are signing off with Mike and Shawnee of Heart's Desires. Thank you for listening to Tea Time with Monica. You've been listening to Tea Time with Monica. Make sure you subscribe on your favorite podcast media. Give us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. And follow me on social media at Monica underscore the curvy diva spelled m-o-n-i-c-a underscore t-h-e-k-u-r-v-y-d-i-v-a and at tea time with monica